The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Spectrums, nurturing your inner being. Your hosts are Dee Lee and Lady J. In our program, you'll learn about connecting with the universal mind, otherwise known as pure consciousness. Did you know that you can have a direct effect on your environment and your connection with others? Find out more today. Here are your hosts, Dee Lee and Lady J. Welcome to our show, Mighty Spectrums, Nurturing Your Inner Being. My name is Dee Lee. As individuals, we are each a mighty gem made up of many individual facets. In my prior focused Voice America series of weekly empowerment shows since August of 2014 called Mighty Gems, I have shed a lot of thought gems around the important foundation of our unique elements within our individual selves. In the discovery of becoming more empowered, we learned to a lot about how powerful we really are and we have so many possibilities that are open to us when we take the time to slow down long enough to what the individual really uh, is need needing. When we take time to look inside of ourselves, it can be a surprise in how closely our facets of self are reflections of the full spectrum of life beings on this planet. From a creator perspective, here is a mighty nugget of D. Lee poetic thoughts that is in my uh, toolbox here. Um, It's called Simply in Me. When I open my eyes, I see love flowing freely over me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I am truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I am enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open up up my full heart, I know I am made of many parts. With this complete passionate sensing, I find the Creator is simply within me. We each have a choice to make. How are we presently showing up as the mighty spectrums, Creator of our individual worlds outside of ourselves? I am honored to be sharing our new show focus with my longtime friend and co-host, Lady J. We recently reconnected after 30 years. Although we have made a lot of different choices that have led us down a different variety of paths to get where we are today, interestingly, we have ended up in a similar place of discovery. In our new show focus called Mighty Spectrums, we are connecting the dots of our individual life discoveries. As we are connecting the dots, we are also sharing the weekly empowered useful thought nuggets I call the three G keys. And this will hopefully inspire you to explore the valuable opportunity for rediscovering yourself and to embrace where you want to go, grow, and glow from the inside to the outside of your world. Here are a couple of wisdoms to ponder. Both of these are from unknown authors. The first one is, 
Interesting, it says a bird sitting in a tree is never afraid of the branch breaking because the trust is not in the branch, but on its own wings. The second one is thoughts are boomerangs returning with precision to their source. Choose wisely which ones you throw. I am a natural muse and have been since I was very young, and I've always approached life events from a pondering perspective, from when I, you know, from day one and and forward. Um, Our thoughts we have are communication coming to us as our internal mind is firing its internal cylinders. We can sometimes feel like we are a mind traffic cop. When we become more aware of the thought traffic racing through our minds, we can become a bit overwhelmed at the true volume that is moving along through that. Sometimes the variety of what is showing up uh, is surprising as well as we catch and might catch your attention. Sprinkled through our observations are other questions we might inquire or put up as an internal judgment sign to attempt to slow down the traffic going in the wrong direction. The Scientific American in March 2014 said, Although thoughts appear to pop into awareness before bedtime, their cognitive precursors have probably been simmering for a while. Once these pre-conscious thoughts gather sufficient strength, the full spotlight of consciousness beams down on them. Amusing questions I sometimes ask myself about the abundance of thought traffic is, where did you come from? Rodney Smith is a mindfulness teacher and says that we are not responsible for our thoughts. He suggests that a lot of personal suffering is created by ourselves when we believe our thoughts are all true and that we need to act on them as if they are the truth. For myself, when I sit and observe my own mind traffic, I think a lot of, you know, I like to take a higher seat of perspective and use it as a filter or sieve to put the thoughts through. When I actively do this, it results in a different feeling as I have moved myself out of the way of being run over. In our choice of capturing our thoughts in an active, non-judgmental mode and from a higher perspective, we set our pilot light to green. We take the thoughts we capture and truly look at them as the thoughts move from a streaming flow into individual words and phrases. And if we can relate to them, we can make some assessments as to which ones are likely to be the ones that we want to move into action. As we bring this into focus, we can take a look at a basic expectation of what is the outcome or motive we are asking for. It is like planting a seed with the basic understanding that the seedling already knows and has internal instructions to become something without further pondering of options and choices. In a popular Zen mode, uh, Dick Nhan Han um, is a popular master. He shared a lot about how the abundance of thoughts we have are like little seedlings that are stored deeply within our consciousness. They are part of our individual DNA and can populate our individual behaviors, habits, and beliefs. The outcomes we label as emotional words of anger, peace, joy, are really thought seeds. And it doesn't, you know, they they germinate and grow um, until it is the right environment, such that it is properly fed and watered by ourselves and others. 
the basis of many of the Buddha teachings related to wise diligence suggests that we focus closely and pay attention to how our thought seeds are nurtured into existence, and they keep and then we keep close tabs on how how do they feel as they grow and expand. We all have access to our basic GPS system of feelings, so it is important to to pay attention on how the seedlings show up. Are the seedlings being nurtured from a toxic environment? If so, they will likely express outcomes of thought that do not feel good, and likewise have a potential to cause suffering for either ourselves or others if we act on them. Alternatively, if the seedlings are being nurtured from a beneficial environment, the results are thoughts and actions that benefit ourselves and others, and basically they feel good. Think of these as an image of an internal garden effect. We have a lot of seedlings and we can provide an environment that encourages our internal seedlings the best possible outcomes with the right conditions, proper fertilizer in the soil, and with plenty of light and water. These conditions will ultimately result in the abundance of seedlings of positivity, happiness, love, grace, gratitude, joy, peace, courage, and hope. For some of us, it seems like the best choice in the moment is to operate with blinders in place and be numb about our lives. Sometimes we even become asleep or immune to the potentials within and the realities around us for living a more joy-filled existence. The antidote is is to simply start paying attention to the state of our own mindset, along with acknowledgement of where we are operating within our life experiences, and being awake to see what is possible. It can feel like a huge mountain to climb when looking at the journey we are on when we are seeking our purpose and not really knowing how the road will end up. So, W.O. Mitchell said, What I focus on in life is what I get. And if I concentrate on how bad I am, or how wrong I am, or how inadequate I am, if I concentrate on what I can't do, and how that there's not enough time in which to do it, isn't that what I get every time? And when I think about how powerful I am, and when I think about what I have left to con- contribute, and when I think about the difference I can make on this planet, then that's what I get. You see, I recognize that it's not what happens to you, it's what you do about it. It's what you think and what you can do about it. So when you let go of the natural belief and overwhelm that can exist, you can achieve, you can actively choose to flip those basic patterns instead into a system of belief and expectation of focus creation. And a lot of it benefiting and supporting the different thoughts and feelings. By doing this, you can also control your personal mindfulness practice to reduce harmful thoughts and outcomes and encourage more helpful and beneficial thoughts, feelings, and outcomes that embrace where you want to go, grow, and glow in the future. And it can be as simply as where you think you are, there you are. This is a powerful phrase I have personally been planting for myself, and it has consistently shifted my focus and perspective so I can actively participate in the resulting outcomes, whatever they are and wherever they are. Interestingly, by doing this consciously, the resulting outcomes and benefits are given the opportunity to bloom. 
with this ultimately what this ultimately means is that we choose to take care of seedlings in such a way that we properly nourish them and that helps to give support for each kind of seedling and feed the ones that result in some kind of benefit to ourselves as a world you know in our in our individual worlds do you find yourself with a constant question at the end of the day where did all the time go I have left, I have felt sometimes like I've been very busy and didn't really know. Most people have trouble paying attention with a focused attention on what they are doing. Fulfillment is possible when you give yourself time to focus on what matters before jumping into each day. So where do you start your journey? Rather than continually going around in circles asking, where do I start? Start asking a smaller but as important question a thousand times a day. What can I say, think, feel, do, and focus on that will help me feel a little better and find some relief? Make peace with where you are. Stop pushing and just accept what right now you don't know. And start softening that with, but I will know. I will get there. Other people have been where you are and I am. And meanwhile, we're getting relaxed and we can get more into a, a state of peace over time. And with that also, we can also learn what our purpose is for right now. Truly, the big what if, what is my life purpose is wrapped around and related to being happy with and doing how you're doing and what you're doing. Getting into your life and trying to find all of this at once can be very stressful. But you can be asking like you're asking and not have the answers come. But your purpose is really, when you boil it down to, is to live a full, happy life. More specific answers are coming. Be on the look for, out for them. Wayne Dyer said, when I chased after money, I never had enough. When I got my life on purpose and focused on giving of myself and everything that arrived into my life, then I was prosperous. There, it's been suggested there are five levels of focus. On the lifetime, lifetime is one focus. Being focused at the lifetime level means that you should have a purpose for your life. What is your life purpose? Have you followed it? Finding your life purpose is perhaps the most difficult thing to do in all five levels. But it's also the most rewarding. It sets the directions of the other levels. If you have this level wrong, you may end up making many wrong decisions. Here are some things you can do to find your life purpose. Find what matters to you. This is the starting point of finding something. There is one question that can help you find what matters. What is the thing that you care so much about that you are willing to do it for free? That's a pretty profound question. Second, you can explore your passions. I believe everyone has multiple passions that are waiting to be explored. Don't limit yourself to only one passion. Build your portfolio of passions. Third, you can find the inner section between your passions and the things that matter to you. The intersections begin or between the things you are passionate about and the things you care about are clear signs of what your life purpose could be. Make a mission statement. 
after you have an idea of what your life purpose is, you should write it in a mission statement. Ideally, it should be a one-liner, 10 words or less. And then you keep refining. Finding your life purpose is not something you can do in one day or even one year. Just start with what you have and keep refining it. Over time, the direction of your life will be clearer and clearer. On a yearly basis, after dealing with the lifetime level, you should then go down to this level. Here we should have a goal for one year related to your life purpose. Your goals should be both specific and measurable. To ensure that you are focused at the yearly level, you should have one goal for the year. One thing to remember is your goal of your goal is that it be related to your mission. Otherwise, there is a missing link between the lifetime and the yearly levels. When you boil it down further, you have a focus on a weekly level. And when you set the goal for the week, you want to achieve that. And it helps you as you step forward in looking at your yearly goal. And then you boil it down even further into a daily goal and set something that is valuable that fits into the weekly, yearly, and your purpose. And when you do this, you can set up um, most important tasks, which are called MIT, for the day. And your MIT should be the thing that will make the most difference if you accomplish it today. When you start doing this, you can say, if I only finish the task today, what will that be? When you finish it, you can then say, oh, and ask more questions, but if I can only finish one more task, what will that be? By asking this question repeatedly, you will get a list of the tasks based on priority. And when you get, you know, after setting your goals for the day, the next level is the present moment. To get optimum result, you should be focused in whatever you are doing. It means that you should not be multitasking. You should prevent distraction. Tony Robbins said, where focus goes, energy flows. And where energy flows, whatever you're focusing on grows. In other words, your life is controlled by what you focus on. That's why you need to focus on where you want to go, not on what you fear. When you next find yourself in a state of uncertainty, resist your fear. Shift your focus toward wherever you want to go and your actions will take you in that direction. And in that, on that note, we're going to stop for a few minutes of present and have a commercial and we'll be back shortly. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Am Rita Nicole Marketing, incorporating the finest thoughts, words, and deeds, hastens divine evolution. Lady J's corporate website, amritanicolemarketing.com, markets the finest companies which desire to serve, employ, or provide business opportunities, inspiring mankind to goodwill, endeavoring to broaden the consciousness and knowledge to those seekers of such, following both Christian Orthodox and Ageless Wisdom teachings, the full gamut of life resources on one website, always growing, always beneficial. Join us at amritanicolemarketing.com. Do you find yourself taking things for granted? Most humans today live their life existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed. There are so many distractions and bright, shiny objects constantly requiring attention. It is easy to operate with blinders in place and be numb. 
you have a choice to make. It doesn't take very long. Hang one of Dee Lee's beautiful inspirational photo gems on your cubicle wall or where you spend a lot of time and accept the invitation to step on inside to an immediate sanctuary. Discovery awaits you at essenceofauthenticpresence.com. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mighty Spectrums with Dee Lee and Lady J. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send them to mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. That's mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mighty Spectrums. We're exploring the responsibility we have for our thoughts. And um, the information comes a lot from within ourselves. And what we were exploring earlier was we really want to explore you know, choose, make choices of what things actually matter to us. It starts with being honest with yourself about, you know, yourself and taking an 80-20 look at things is a great place to start. If you're stuck, just think of the tasks you fear the most and, and what give you anxiety and go back from that. You can pick your top two or three things and go back through them and hopefully that you know, check in with your feelings, and that helps to give you a, a sense of what makes you feel good. Those are different things that you want to really focus on. And so, if you um, take a look at how you feel, um, you'll get more done when you're feeling good because you're focused and you feel like what you do has a, a purpose. And so, Rhonda Bryan said, you cannot help the world by focusing on the negative things. As you focus on the world's negative events, you not only add to them, but you also bring more negative things into your life. So from a a thought ownership and, and some empowered thoughts that you want to be responsible for yourself. Um, Here's some items or what I call them as thought nuggets. Enjoy having nothing to do. I don't know if you've ever approached it like that, but when was the last time you had nothing to do? Many of us can't remember. It's because we set our days up for failure with more tasks than we can ever accomplish and we have loads of wasted time in between. Filling every second of your day will do this. With this in mind, you'll suddenly have time to spend on your own. What does that feel like when you let your mind really start to have fun? Big ideas can begin to show up. You have more room within your mind. A lot of us are addicted on wasting time. Realize that mindless work is an addiction. It's just as dangerous as smoking or alcohol. Email, Facebook, Twitter, texting, servicing, news, it's all a deadly serious addiction. We just think of it as being okay because everyone else around us is wasting their life on it. If everyone started smoking tomorrow, would you start? The path to freedom can be difficult to see, mostly because the world is telling you it's not there. A path begins by walking. These addictions have caused us to lose our way and, most importantly, lose our focus. When we avoid the present, we avoid what matters, and we avoid what's right in front of us. 
be it a sunset, your spouse or significant other or that client call that you've been putting off. With pure focus, we can be unstoppable. You'll get more done in a day than most get done in a week. What time, With time left over to savor the subtleties of life you forgot you enjoyed so much. When in doubt, ask yourself, am I wasting my time to avoid the moment or the important moment? Be honest. You'll know the answer. Do something about it. Whenever I find myself feeling frazzled by the distractions and never-ending list of to-dos, the answer to finding peace always comes back to focus. Focus, 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 my heart would say, while my mind is off racing in a hundred different distracted directions. And so, are you responsible for all of the directions that are going on with your mind? Lately, when people ask me, how are you? My response has been, busy. It's true, I have been busy, yet when I reflected deeper into why I'm busy, I discovered that I am mostly busy thinking about how busy I am. I mean, yeah, that I have a lot of tasks on my plate, but when I observed myself from a place of silent presence, I discovered that a huge amount of my time and energy was spent cycling through my list of growing to-do items in my head. The end result is that I do get some stuff done, but not nearly as much as I could. If I freed up all this extra energy used in wasted thinking, I was being focused on the task of trying to keep up with it. And when you do that, your thought processes can be racing along and you can get the feeling of being overwhelmed. Seriously, do you know anyone who's not busy? I don't. Most people always seem to be doing something. I don't know what they're doing all the time, but probably like me, they they too are spending a lot of time thinking about being busy. If you think about it logically, there really is no end. There are always things to do, and a lot of them are unimportant yet urgent tasks, and sometimes we can keep feeding the list into this loop of insanity. The cycle of unproductive insanity caused by the illusion of busy can only be broken when we consciously and deliberately decide to put it into it. So how do you get things done? Here are a few questions, you know, here are a few ideas, you know, make the decision to do this. Focus, you know, this is energy and it helps to keep a very close focus on it. You can just do it. Um, Once you've decided to do something and decided that you will focus, the next step is to take action. Following our boat analogy above, taking action is the paddling step and not taking action would be like sitting in a boat. And feeling anxious that you're still not on, not headed to the other side of a lake. Once you start paddling, and if you keep focused on paddling, you will eventually get to the other side. Once you land on the other side, you'll realize how easy it was to cross you know, the space or the lake. And you'll likely wonder what took you so long in the past. So really, the steps would be decide something. You focus on it, and then you take action. And getting results is easier easier than what we think. Steve Case said, You shouldn't focus on why you can't do something, which is what most people do. Focus on why perhaps you can, and be the one that uh, of the expectations. So how do you really focus? You can set boundaries. 
and in, and by doing this, you can decide in advance how much time you want to be dedicating to something. Do the most important thing first, and black block out sound. This is, you know, I'm a pretty sensitive sound person, and I get easily distracted by round random sounds. My solution is to block out noise by wearing a noise canceling headphone. You can remove the distractions by clearing off areas with clutter or trying to have a, a, a commitment to do something within a set period of time. And motivation, getting clear what, what are you motivated to do this for. So, and doing one thing at a time is a lot, um, is purely focus. And you can ask yourself, what is the more, most important thing I can do to put on my list? Commit to yourself. I will commit to focus on this for the next period until it's done. Create a a ritual and because we are creatures of habit the more we do something not only does it become easier but also our brain knows to tune into it so as we tune into this and we correct ourselves and look around at how we're going to actually enjoy this that's a lot of the responsibility of um, our thought process is looking for ways to enjoy and have this as a uh, an opportunity to explore more and grow within ourselves and outside of ourselves. So the the part that's really um, a powerful experiment too is um, you want to savor the moments, and as you savor them, then they also become more gem like gem moments for yourself. And when, when you look at this, this whole package, um, it is, when do you start this? So we, we started out with the thought process and our responsibility of thought. And how do we get started? Buddha said, the trouble is you think you have time. And I suggest that you start the journey now. As we continue to connect within ourselves to nature and to others, with one insight, one choice, and one action, we broaden our gardening arena and can go up and above and beyond where we are, have ever believed we can go, grow, and glow. And with this in mind, let us proceed with some more discoveries from Lady J. Dilly, you were right on with your G-Gems, and I'm going to confirm your words with mine. It still amazes me that we can be clear across the nation from each other and be writing almost the same thing. We're so fortunate as we each recognize and share our individual and yet actually united proven findings with the world, hopefully easing somebody else's difficult transition. And Lee, I'm sitting here with your beautiful, inspirational rainbow bracelet on. It's a mighty spectrum in its own. And by the way, which can be found on Lee's website, essenceofauthenticpresence.com. And my cup of skinny in my hand. <laughs> Check out this coffee, which helps you lose weight and gives you energy. On my website, amritanicolemarketing.com. But you'll find much more on both these websites as we both have been diligent in creating through our thought processes for many years. Okay, did you know birds have a back door to their lungs? That is for the buoyancy and boost power they need for flight. They also have air sacs on the sides of their lungs for life-giving oxygen. That's the reason they can fly clear across the ocean and never have to stop. 
I ask you, have you ever seen a bird panting after a flight? And our jet was patterned after this spectacular aviator. That's just another gem I found on my favorite DVD, God of Wonders. Okay, I promised I would bring the principle of thought responsibility to you this week. It's a valuable tool for harmlessness, which we spoke about last week. Again, I want to remind you that I desire only to share with others what I have found to flip side my own desperate life, principles which I have proven before I speak of them, so as not to get your hopes up, but to reassure and encourage you to step forward with no fear, but rather in excited anticipation of promises made and kept by God. You alone are responsible for allowing your soul to guide you in confirmation. It is written in the Ageless Wisdom teaching, I'm going to read this to you so I don't miss anything, that thought is the true friend of the seeker. Thought rules everything. Thought is inherent in each movement of the muscles. Thought leads and affirms. Thought finds the paths to the covenants and the decrees. Thought, if not scorned, teaches discrimination between the higher and the lower. Thought lives on perpetually and into infinity. It affirms movement and the realization of rhythm. Thought does not forsake one by day nor by night. Thought uplifts the consciousness when the process of thinking becomes cherished. You will be getting tools today to get you to that very state of cherished thinking. It's important that you understand thought is more valuable than the word because it has no borders and it is restricted only when clothed by words. The manifesting power of thought exceeds that of its alternate identity, the word. Those before us in ages which recognized the principle and utilized its power, such as the experiences in the Tower of Babel and Atlantis, were on-purpose creators proving the principle of thought. Yet, lacking the resolve of such a responsibility, the principle proved itself in its consequences of misuse, and chaos ensued in both cases. Need I remind you that misuse of the principle of thought, when using it for evil or deviousness or vengeance, anything against goodwill, returns to the sender tenfold, and that a principle is infallible. To avoid such a downfall once again for mankind as a whole or individually, there are three divinely ordered steps to be taken before constructing a manifesting thought. Get your pencil and paper. Before a thought form is constructed, 1. Envision its purpose. 2. Ascertain its goal. And three, verify the motive. We are to act as a thinker and learn that it is not right to prostitute our thoughts to the base use of separative desire, that is, selfishness and greed. The energy of thought is for the good of all and to the furtherance of God's plan. Use it not selfishly. Now keep these written down steps close to help you retrain your thinking. As well, we must consider several things in the process of retraining the mental planes. A. We must purify our lower desires so that we are enabled to see clearly in the spiritual sense. 
that is with spirit eyes. B, we must acquire the ability to lose sight of our own base selfishness and desires to that of group interest and good. In that way, we cooperate with God's plan. We must secure control over the mind. C. We must develop the ability, through the steps laid out and through concentration, to connect with the higher self, and thus bringing about the realization of one's individual share in that plan. D. We must be diligent and determined to practice perfecting the thought form, and, as a servant of the plan of God, learn how to send it on its mission. All activity of every kind is the result of thought forms built consciously or unconsciously, of self-initiated thought forms, or of the effect of the thought forms of others, and of responsiveness to one's own inner impulses, or of responsiveness to the impulses of others, and therefore to group thought forms. There is no life so circumscribed and no person so situated who cannot begin to work intelligently and to build thought forms under the principle and with understanding. There is no day in any man's life, particularly if he is desirous of right thinking, when a man cannot work in mental matter, control his use of thought, and watch the effect of his mental processes on those he contacts, and so handle his mind stuff that he becomes more and more useful. A thought form can also act as a poisoning agent and poison all the springs of life, a violent dislike, a gnawing worry, a jealousy, a constant anxiety, and a longing for something or someone may act so potently as an irritant or poison that the entire life is spoiled and any service is rendered futile. The entire life we've seen it in others is embittered and devitalized by this self-inflicted worry, hatred, and desire. All relationships with other people are rendered equally damaged and even definitely harmful, for the worried or suspicious one spoils the home circle or his group of friends by his inner poisonous attitude, and that is governed by a self-implanted idea and which has a life so powerful that they can poison him. His relation to his own soul and his strength in the contact with the world of spiritual ideas is at a standstill, for he cannot progress forward and is held back by the poison in his mental system. Intense prayer and deep understanding need to be sent to such a one while keeping distance from danger and yet loving, for we are all one, remember. Okay, it looks like we need to take a break here. Go refresh your coffee or whatever, but be sure and listen to this valuable commercial and come right back. We got lots more to talk about. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Do you find yourself taking things for granted? Most humans today live their life existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed. There are so many distractions and bright, shiny objects constantly requiring attention. It is easy to operate with blinders in place and be numb. You have a choice to make. It doesn't take very long. Hang one of Dee Lee's beautiful, inspirational photo gems on your cubicle wall or where you spend a lot of time. 
and accept the invitation to step on inside to an immediate sanctuary. Discovery awaits you at essenceofauthenticpresence.com. Amrita Nicole Marketing, incorporating the finest thoughts, words, and deeds, hastens divine evolution. Lady J's corporate website, amritanicolemarketing.com, markets the finest companies which desire to serve, employ, or provide business opportunities, inspiring mankind to goodwill, endeavoring to broaden the consciousness and knowledge to those seekers of such, following both Christian Orthodox and ageless wisdom teachings, the full gamut of life resources on one website, always growing, always beneficial. Join us at amritanicolemarketing.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mighty Spectrums with Dee Lee and Lady J. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send them to mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. That's mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. The necessity for clear thinking and the elimination of idle, destructive, and negative thoughts becomes increasingly apparent as the soul progresses on his way. As the power of the mind increases, and as the human being differentiates his thoughts increasingly from mass thought, he inevitably builds thought substance into form. That means creating and manifesting. It is at first automatic and unconscious, and he cannot help doing so. And fortunately for the race, the forms constructed are so feeble that they are largely innocuous, or so in line with mass thought that they are negligible in their effect. But as man evolves his power and his capacity to harm or to help increases, And unless he learns to build rightly and correctly to motivate that which he has built, he will become a destructive agency and a center of harmful force, destroying and harming not only himself, but equally hurting and harming those in his circles. Another thing to remember is that our thoughts and attitudes resulting from them are carried with us from lifetime to lifetime, Have you never had a speeding thought whiz through your mind and wondered where the heck it came from? As it is not the way you think or even what you are in this present human experience. It's a fragmented thought that has no power. Let it keep going and it will never return. Unless you grab it and bid it welcome once again, thus giving it power. It's part of the clearing out process written in 2 Corinthians 10.5. So make wise your choices of thoughts to embrace. If you have thoughts which perpetually annoy or rule your personality, start with a list. I had to do that and it worked. I made a list of two columns, cons labeled the first one and pros the second. In the cons column, I listed all the thoughts I needed most urgently to discard and in the pros column directly across from it, I listed its opposite, or at least a peaceful thought, or even the word lie, ignore, to jump to when each con thought showed signs of invading. I even had to physically shake my head sometimes as though shaking off a leaf from my hair 
and then grabbed the list that I kept in my pocket and jumped over to the thought I had prepared, rather, prepared. I would dwell on that delightful pro-thought until I was able to move on in freedom from the con-thought. As I was faithful and determined in that practice, the time between episodes grew longer and longer. It was before I understood the validity of the principles, but I did eventually recognize how the universe, God, the divine principle, had stepped in amidst all that effort and helped me through it, changing circumstances and providing strength and courage and spirit eyes to see light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. Always keep an attitude of gratitude forefront of your mind. It is the greatest healer and the gatekeeper for success to all your spiritual endeavors. Your prayers will be answered, but not just by asking and continuing as is. We have to do our part as much as is able to bring it about on the physical plane. It's part of working out your own salvation. If you ask for help to curb your appetite and, lo, you find it so... Yet, still reach for the habitual foods in spite of the lack of appetite? You have imprisoned your very answer to prayer. How do I know that, you ask? (laughs) You figure that out. But didn't I promise to never speak of a principle without proving it first? (laughs) The ancient wisdom teaches that there is an opposite to everything, and they speak quite often of the pairs of opposites. And in thinking about the pairs of opposites and the thought process, I am amazed at how often that pairs of opposites archetype emerges in the soul perfection process. For instance, in the effort to change the mindset and thought process of that of generations of tribal tradition, it is necessary to change from that process of thinking like the world to that process of thinking like the subtle world, that of God's, the divine. In the process of putting it into practice, I find I must isolate each stinking thinking and replace it with the complete opposite, as I spoke about. Fortunately, the positive thought has more power than, and can cancel, the negative thought, for the traditional thinking is quick to escape the intended sneer requiring a purposeful backtrack. Therein, we create our own world, utilizing the law of attraction to attract that life we prefer, removing ourselves from that merry-go-round of the miserable life we have been unknowingly creating for ourselves. Through His principles, God has said, Ye are gods, because He has given us this power, His power, omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, It is called grace. It also speaks heavily to the words in the Holy Bible to speak the words you desire, not the words you presently perceive. Let the weak say they are strong. This was exhorted because of the power he has given us, the power to create with words and thoughts, as he did. In putting this exercise into practice, one may think they are lying, but let yourself make a choice. Whenever you answer, you have to be in agreement with one or the other, that of the world's perception or that of the subtle world's fact. Oh, that we could comprehend the power at our beckon, the pairs of opposites, its abuse and its promise.
Ageless Wisdom tells us again, at this time of our evolution, man sets up creative energies unconsciously and in ignorance of the principle of sound and their effect. The occult that's hidden, invisible behind the scenes, work that he is carrying on is thus unknown to him. Oh, happy day! I say that we eventually get to speak less, no more, and construct more accurate thought forms, which will produce powerful effect on the physical levels. I love to ponder on such a condition for Earth and all humanity. We are told there is no hurry, there is no need to emphasize speed in your life, there is much time for growth, both here and in the other states of being. Yet, we need not wait. We can begin and see visible results immediately. It is not easy to learn to think and even more difficult to attain high quality of thought. It is necessary to apportion a certain amount of time daily to the mastery of thought, for every thought must be pure as a diamond. Contemplate on how to receive the principles in your life more easily. The busiest people can devote an hour each day to the approach of the principles. Daily, we partake of food, and if we go without, the day is deemed miserable. But our spirit also receives nourishment from thought, and without it, the day is even criminal. So let us magnify our thoughts. Force is not necessary, because when one walks the path to rightful thinking, all that would impede will be bridled. That is a principle, a promise of God. Much that is to be seen now of a distressing nature in the world can be directly traced to the wrong manipulation of thought matter by man due to lack of awareness of the principle of thought responsibility. Aspire to these changes in your thought process. What you think sets up what you say, thus creating two exactness. It can no longer be a Russian roulette type of creation for those sincerely on the path. Practice of this powerful principle will automatically slide you into a life of harmlessness. That principle to which you were earlier exhorted to commit to practice and which brings about your blissful life. Along with the practice of the steps in the principle of harmlessness, add the practice of the steps listed earlier to bring about right thinking and control of thoughts. It seems like an impossibility, but I attest to you now that it is not, and it is well worth the diligent effort to raise yourself in consciousness and awareness of your own innate abilities, ultimately making you, too, an on-purpose creator. There is nothing so liberating as having cleared out the garbage and fragmented thinking and being the master of your own thought process, knowing well what results you want and can produce. The very moment a person becomes consciously powerful in his mental plane, their power for good is increased a hundredfold. So never give up. Always persist. Failure never prevents success. Difficulties develop the strength of the soul. The secret to success is ever to stand ready and to be impersonal. Now, in view of all this, it may seem an impossibility to grasp and understand, but careful contemplation and quiet reflection will bring enlightenment and lead to the awareness of the techniques of your soul 
as it uniquely guides you in the way best to that goal of principal success. Alice Bailey writes in her book Ponder that slowly there is dawning upon the awakening consciousness of humanity the great paralleling truth of God eminent, divinely pervading all forms, conditioning from within all kingdoms of nature, and expressing innate divinity through human beings. There is a growing and developing belief that Christ is in us as he was in the Master Jesus, and this belief will alter the world affairs and mankind's entire attitude to life. And she quotes, See to thy aura, O traveler on the way. So you see how each sincere effort made to follow the principles and reaching for right living can speed us towards such a splendid goal? I love to contemplate on that change in the world. No man is ever put into circumstances which are insurmountable once he has put himself intelligently on the side of evolution, of God. Until that time, as we all know, we will be driven by gales of circumstances. The pressures of group and racial karma force us into situations necessary for the process of awakening to our own innate possibilities. Every step of the way to knowing those innate possibilities has to be carved out by each man himself, and there is no shortcut or easy road out of the darkness and into the light. Nothing in heaven or hell, on earth or elsewhere, can prevent the progress of the person who has awakened to the illusion of this world, who has glimpsed the reality beyond the glamour of this life, and who has heard, even if only once, the clarion call of his own soul as it has been tapped for attention. One of my favorite books, Agni Yoga, states this, and I found it very interesting, perhaps you will too, I'll quote it. In observing the history of humanity's development, entire periods of growth in consciousness can be seen. Let us not conceal that precisely now a book of discoveries and of the light of daring is being opened before humanity. This ripened fruit of the thorny travail of the community is ready to burst with seed. Can one split this fruit with a sword? or crush it through fright or through cringing cowardice, or usurp it through treacherous cunning. No, only unity of consciousness and the gaining of knowledge will bestow on humanity the gift of a new race. The impetus toward this will be afforded not by cosmic phenomena, but by the current of thought. We shall not miss the ordained date when lightning bolts of thought will provide the solution for the world. We suggest that humanity not only think about, but realize the astrochemical moment of the planet when thought, like a chemical ingredient, will intensify the atmosphere. In any case, until the significance of the emanations of thought is realized, thought will glide over the foreheads of skeptics. Always remember... Sincere effort counts in the practice of this principle, and it too is the way of the soul perfection process. Step forward in the confidence that the entire universe flies to your aid. As your sincere desire for right thinking and living registers in the heavens the energies which rule our planet, 
the tools you seek will arrive. It has long been understood that when the student is ready, the teacher appears. You can find a transcript and much more information on the principle of thought responsibility as well as the audio and other blessings on my website, amritanicolemarketing.com. Thank you for listening to Voice America, Mighty Spectrums, and join us next week as I share the principle of the spoken word. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Now, I have been trying to get Dali to speak some of her own proverbs, but it looks like I must take that upon myself. So you have a blessed weekend on this note from Dali. Choose to be a full colorful spectrum as you. Release with blessings the thought-filled seeds and leaves as you have bloomed. Thank you for joining us this week. Tune in every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Mighty Spectrums with Dee Lee and Lady J on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you with another edition of the show next time. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.